Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast, the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2 edition. I'm here once again with my good friend, Alo, Mr. Wednesday Night Live from, where are you hailing from this week? I forget where it is. You forgot? I did, yeah. Turku, Finland. Turku, Finland. How could I forget that? <laughs> exactly. The the illustrious Turku, Finland. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I'm here with great friends of the show, Russ Diagostino and Derek McCauley. You may remember them from their appearances on Matt Madness Unsanctioned. A lot, a lot of wrestling this week. Yeah, so we about. figured we needed to break it up a little bit. By the way, how could you? That's a very well-known area in Finland. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to just forget about. It's a prestigious belt exactly. we have on the table. It is. The European Championship sitting right here with us. I don't know if it'll be defended tonight or not. We'll get to that. And this is a monumental moment for Matt Madness. This is the first time that me and Russ are meeting. Yeah, which is It is. The very yeah. first time. What's your guy's first impression of a He's a cool dude. He's got a CM Punk shirt on. <laughs> Yeah, he got it three weeks late. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Damn yeah. you, pro wrestling tees. Yeah, he's he was he was hot about pro wrestling tees for weeks. At, at Battleground, I think you were you were oh, hot. pissed about yep. it. Had it shipped yet at that time or no? Yes, it got okay. it got the day after. <laughs> All right, oh. man, dude, I'd be mad too. Yeah, and Especially I forgot to introduce shipping. myself, Ron Pashery, columnist, TJRWrestling.net. But one of the main reasons we have Russ and Derek here today, they were actually in attendance. For Takeover Brooklyn on sacred ground. On sacred ground, Alo and I were there last year. Uh, you guys were there this year. So, Alo, first I'll go to you. Did you think this year's Takeover was as good as last year's Takeover? No. If I had to give it a rating, I'll probably give it a uh, probably a high slobber knocker. If a I had high to slobber it. knocker, because yeah. <laughs> it, it it didn't do maybe because we weren't there, it took away from it for me, but it did it didn't hit every emotion for me. Okay, like last year's did. Because last year I was just like, wow, even everything. <laughs> now, Derek, for you, I'm assuming, I know you watched last year's TakeOver. I watched last year's TakeOver from home, and I actually was blessed enough to go to this one thanks to Russ buying the tickets. <laughs> good but, work, Russ. Yeah. But, <laughs> I did my part. but if I had to say, no, it, it wasn't as good as last year's. And the reason is, not that there's a measuring stick, not that the first one was that good, not that you had the match of the year, and arguably the biggest women's match of all time, and I'm talking above Trish and Lito yeah. overall. With Bailey I don't even know if that's Sasha. arguable. That's, that's not even arguable. <laughs> no, I know, but that was previously the benchmark yeah. for women's wrestling getting like high appeal and praise. That's the crown jewel of women's wrestling in the revolution now is that match. It was so difficult for them to go up, go up against that, and in my opinion, I don't think that they matched it. I think it was a great show. If I had to give it an overall show grade, it's a B plus. Okay, Russ. Yeah, I agree. This with year you. compared to last year. Yeah, I, I agree with both you guys. Um, I can't say that I was a big as NXT fan last year at the time because I was just kind of breaking into it. I think the uh, the Beast in the East with Balor and Owens was my first real super exposure. Yeah. So uh, you were brand new to NXT at this time. Yeah, well, I mean, I might have, what was the what was the the uh, pay per view before Brooklyn? NXT or the uh, takeover? Was that was unstoppable? Because okay. yeah. no, I didn't watch. It that. was unstoppable. Was it? Yeah, oh, unstoppable no, respect, was in Because respect was out. Respect is October. Oh, that's right. That was Last year's takeover was my first, you know, special with uh, NXT, and it, that was, you know, it's unbelievable. The stories I think were better then, and that kind of made you more emotionally invested as a fan. Uh, not, not to take anything away from this year's, because I think that a lot of the matches were really good, and we had a great time last night. It was a blast. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah. Takeover was good last year. If I cared about Blake and Murphy, for <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, and for the record, I mean, they built them up as a good tag team mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, they they had had those belts. They were unbeatable for a little while, especially with Bliss as their valet. Yeah, 
Yeah, they, they mattered at that time. Yeah. And, and everybody was happy to see them lose at that time. Yeah. Buddy Murphy's extremely underrated. Uh, he's way better. He's better than Blake. Yeah, way better. Than way Blake. better. <laughs> he had a great match with Ibushi a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Actually, like, got real offense mm-hmm. in on Ibushi. No, I, I enjoyed that match. Yeah, it was very good. It was a really good match. I, I agree with everybody, it. though. Yeah. I thought this year's, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but didn't quite meet last year. Not to say it wasn't a good show, because it was really good. I thought maybe it was just the fact that I was there last year and wasn't there this year. So I mm-hmm. well, was curious if you guys felt the same way. Uh, show kicked off. With No Way Jose against my arch nemesis Austin Aries, still hasn't given me given me my apology for stealing my perfect twenty nickname. But there's something I gotta say about that, Ron. Uh-huh. I might take that into my own hands okay. because I'm gonna give Austin Aries something he wants. I'm gonna <laughs> give him a shot at my coveted <laughs> European title. Breaking news. <laughs> Do you know, is there a date set for this challenge? Anytime he comes to 2173 Gimmick Street. <laughs> well, there you go, Austin Aries. You already had me to deal with the last four months. Now you have Mr. Wednesday Night Live, Alo, our European champion to deal with. That is a tall task. It is. Um, no way, Jose. My first thought was, this guy's going to have a great entrance. Mm-hmm. And, and he did. And he came out, and I was like... He's by himself. There should have been something else. And then, obviously, the conga line yeah. comes out. I was very, so cool, very happy. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, Austin Aries, your standard Austin Aries entrance. I like his theme, though. Cape oh, yeah, it's Cape awesome. Cape a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he stole Neville's cape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, <did>. <laughs> <laughs> he He just didn't do the, uh, the, yeah, the fingers up. <laughs> and I believe Gravity remembers Austin Aries. <laughs> He's also appeared on Raw exactly as many times as Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They had the same amount of screen time on Raw. Um, so we have an established veteran in Austin Aries and a newcomer in No Way Jose. Derek, I'll go to you first on this one. Did you have a preference on who won this match? And what? how did you feel about No Way Jose's performance on his biggest stage of his career? Oh, well, you asked the right person first uh-huh. because I'm a big fan of No Way Jose. I like the facts that... He's very entertaining. He has the great theme music. People said in the beginning that it was borderline like offensive or stereotypical. Yeah, or I've, I've like, heard that. It was enjoyable. Like it's basically it gets people dancing. It's a fiesta. It's fun. But he showed a lot of aggression going into this feud with Aries, going into this match. So I really thought, hey, an actual developmental guy, not an independent guy that they brought in, is going to go over at a big takeover special. And I had hopes that Jose was going to get a big win for him over Aries. And was I kind of deflated that he lost to a degree, but the immediate after math of that match made me not care. Yeah, you totally forgot. The, the immediate aftermath was the biggest pop of the night. Without, yeah. title, title matches out the window. The GTS from Tommy, <laughs> after all the teases, after only hitting it one time two or three years ago in mm-hmm. an access to Tyler Breeze, because I remember that because yes. it was such a huge moment. <laughs> that was the biggest pop of the night, without a doubt. You know he invented that? Yeah, I know. Graves made sure to mention. They made sure to mention who invented the GTA. That's something that we couldn't we couldn't hear it, you know, because we're yeah. live yeah. Uh, in the arena. Well, and that was what the crime was, just because the guy invented the move, and just because a guy who left the company on bad terms also used it, they're not letting him do right. it. Right. 
and he had that so lame, stupid. And he had the lame shotgun kick for the longest mm-hmm. time. Now he's got the Brian running knee, and hopefully the GTS. Yeah, I think that should be a staple for Absolutely. him at this point. And like, and like the crowd chanted for the GTS too, because the yeah. crowd wanted it. Yeah, but well, overall, once he got him up in the fireman's carry, that was when the, the roof blew. Yeah, oh yeah, and, and everyone did, knew and he it was did it dressed in penny loafers. Uh-huh. Yeah, he <laughs> in a suit and dress attire because he's classy. And he <laughs> slipped at, at one point when when Aries was trying to throw him towards the ropes. He slipped yeah. on those shoes at one point. He also kicked the shit out of him. Willow. Yeah, he did. He nailed him right in the side. <laughs> yeah, you can see he had like a raspberry on the side of his head. But it was a good match, though. It was. I enjoyed that match. Now, the crowd was very pro Austin Aries, it sounded like. Not me. On the network. <laughs> yeah, Derek McCauley excluded from that. But he, yeah. Russ can testify. It was our se- it was our section versus me. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> Austin and Aries. Did you no start the C.C. Puede that? chant? No. no that was, that was, <laughs> down, that was? The yeah. that was down the ball. Yeah. I wasn't clever enough. <laughs> no, that was, that was we did have Jose. Jose, Jose <laughs> yeah, we nice. And that's Still just me. Yeah. <laughs> so by we, you mean you had that one going. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, Russ, your thoughts on the No Way Jose, the biggest match of his career. Yeah, uh, without a doubt. I definitely like the intensity that he showed, you know, the continuity from, you know, leading up to uh, the match with Aries. I thought it was a good opener. The conga line was, you know, a fun little touch. Did you happen to notice that the guy leading the conga line had an Austin Aries shirt on? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Go back and watch. Go back and watch. I thought that was hilarious. I noticed it, I noticed it this morning when I was doing my rewatch. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, Jose looked really good. He got some offense in. You know, both guys looked pretty good. It was a fun opener. You know, we, everyone got that initial No Way Jose pop. You know, mm-hmm. got everyone on their feet. Uh, and then, you know, Aries comes out. And I thought the crowd was kind of split, you know. Really? Yeah, live it felt like it was more of a split uh, between the two of them. I was, kind, I was kind of surprised. Watching it on the network and being live. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised because Aries hadn't been getting the best reactions on NXT TV, and there was rumors about him not being happy. But obviously, I guess that's not a big deal anymore. Yeah. Um, I thought that them. We talked about this last night. Them kind of going first shows that they have a lot of confidence in them in those two guys to start the show off hot. Yeah. And get the crowd into it. Um, and then, like you had said about Hideo post match, that was awesome. And Hideo's, I haven't even. This is like my first real exposure to Hideo Tommy. He's been out for the so better long, part, yeah. Of, yeah, better part of the last two years. Um, and I couldn't be more excited. You know, I, I be, I wasn't expecting to pop out of my seat within the first yeah. twenty minutes. Of the <laughs> um, but that was that was awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the opener, and you know, it was a lot of fun to kick the show off. Yeah, Alo, your thoughts? Well, they NXT always knows how to get a crowd hot. They do. I love you know I love no you know I love Jose. Jose. Yeah, yeah. But he was pretty over. He was pretty over. Give no, no doubt. Him and Aries finally got a reaction. Yeah. Because he was getting re- revival silence <laughs> down in full sale, but they showed, but um, No Jose he showed a lot of aggression, and this is actually his first time actually out doing going out there and doing something, and going with a, a veteran in Austin Aries. I thought he had a great showing. He kept he kept that edge to him, and Austin Aries technical great heel work throughout the match, and I see him going moving forward to NXT title contention. So you think that's where he's he's about to be elevated. Yeah, because because he's a he's a top heel. He could be with Nakamura again, and then Bobby Roode will probably be up there too. Yeah, so I I liked that, like Russ said, the continuity with the aggression building up in No Way Jose. He was a guy that was just there to have fun, yeah. make it fun for the crowd. Now he's there, he's basically there to kick somebody's ass. Yeah, yeah. don't test him. I can um, turn so this Fiesta into a fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he pulled the plug on the Fiesta, and it was a fight. And I, that's one of the things I liked about it. And Graves played it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Aaron says a lot. Like I don't like when it's supposed to be this heated rivalry, and then you just go out and have a wrestling match. Like sometimes, or you lock up. Like sometimes it should be we had a that fight. <laughs> and yeah, they had they had a fight last night, and I think as I, I'm with you, I would have liked to have seen uh, Jose win 
just because he's the new guy, it's a good way to try to build a new guy up. But like you said, Hideo Itami coming out cool. makes you forget what happened. Yeah. It and, blew away everything. And it could be this could be spun as Jose's a newcomer. Yeah. You know, he's he's gotta learn. You know, he his inexperience may have cost him. They did him that classic WWE solid of you're gonna have a great match against somebody who clearly should beat you. <laughs> and if you beat him, it's a big win for you. But if you lose, you pushed him to the limit. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Noli yeah, Jose, he's destined to be in the mid. He's destined to be a mid card. He's not. He's not gonna be a main no. level, yeah. level guy. Not with NXT. If, if NXT had a mid card belt, which I'm not saying that they should, yeah. like a TV title mm-hmm. of sorts. If you were on an independent circuit, he would be in contention for the TV title. Yeah, uh, and I think he's like he'd be an, an elite level mid carder. Yeah, like he's that guy he that could that carry presence. the mid card. Yeah. yeah, and you always need guys like there's always a, a role for somebody like that. And that's why I like No Way Jose too, just because I don't like this mentality that a lot of hardcore wrestling fans have, even though I'm one of them. <laughs> is, is the mentality it's just like oh well everybody has to be a super hardcore very serious wrestler no. it's just like no dude that's not entertaining all the time right. you need to appeal to a wide base and No Way Jose appeals to literally every demographic yeah. imaginable just if you like having fun this guy's yeah. for you unless yeah. you're yeah. a grump yeah he, he can actually wrestle yeah unless you're yeah. just there's like this dumb it's like alright well fine <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna he's, dance he's versatile he's, he's a huge guy I mean the dude's big very big tall. And, uh, and he has a good look mm-hmm. big smile and he doesn't look like anybody else. No. Which is cool. No. Although he does, I did say to Russ, he does look like if it was back in the 80s, he'd be the third member of the Samoan <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> Hopefully they're not going to revitalize that. Yeah, but He'd no. be like the Spike Dudley of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second match of the evening. It was the first women's match of the night, at least on the, uh, the main card. Billy Kay, who has a big head from her appearance on Smackdown. a a taped SmackDown, not even a SmackDown <laughs> even live, against the debuting Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super excited to see <clears throat> Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I was my hope was because they really put her in the Apollo Crew spot that he was in <laughs> last year, like debuting on a Takeover Brooklyn. She smiled a lot. <laughs> not not that much. <laughs> So that was my hope, was like, she's not destined for the Apollo <laughs> Crews arc, but I personally was impressed with her performance. I, now I don't know if in the arena it, it came across as it did. I felt like she got over pretty quick. Uh, like, I felt yeah. like that crowd was excited to watch her. Yeah, in the arena, it was mainly, her entrance, first off, her music is badass. Mm-hmm. The entrance is awesome, and I love the contacts. Yeah. She yeah, has kind awesome. of like a dark Assassin's Creed yeah. video game type mm-hmm. gear that she comes out to. It almost reminded me of like an Undertaker entrance, because huh. she walked in with the hood, like the Widow's Peaked yeah. hood, and then she rips it off. I found it interesting, though, because she's almost kind of like the Asuka character already, where it's just like, she's playful, like mm-hmm. she smiles and stuff, but like she's dangerous. So I think there's a very clear dynamic between the two of them already. She's very clearly, in my mind, going to get pushed, mind the pun, to the moon. (laughs) Because this division, if Bailey does leave, which she probably will, is very bare bones right now. I like Billy Kay. Obviously, Ember Moon was going to go over live. It didn't really get a big, big reaction until no. she hit that ridiculous finishing. Yeah, because nobody cares about Billy Kay yet. No. Nobody cares about Billy Kay yet, which is kind of criminal just because I think she is good. Like, she I is think good. she's Looking? growing quickly. Because she has, she has a stiff striker. I don't yeah. like the fact that her finish is a big boot, but she makes it work. Yeah. No, that, uh, she got a little bit creative. She did that, uh, like, the submission over her shoulder. She which, into a gory bomb. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought she, she showed a little more. Mm-hmm. 
They only got four and a half minutes. That's it. Four yeah. and a half. I think it was like four thirty-five. Really? I, think I wouldn't I mind her using like the widow's peak as a finish. I thought no, the I, there, first, but there's she, definitely she, more she can do. I wish that she and would. she actually has personality, which they haven't let her show mm-hmm. yet. Well, she was um, a star in Shimmer. Like she was a big deal. That's yeah. what they all shine at. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so in the arena, not quite as big a reaction till the finish. Mm-hmm. Russ, were you impressed with yeah. her though? Yeah, definitely. I I had watched a little bit of her on YouTube because you mentioned she was Athena on the Independence, mm-hmm. and I went and checked it out. Um, I kind of wish she got more offense in it. It was almost more of a squash kind of kind of feel. Just as I feel like you know she's going to debut with this. You need to yeah. get all of her offense in. You know, show her what she can do. I mean, not go. Yeah, she didn't dominate the match. Do as much as she can in four minutes, hit your finisher, and walk out looking good. And I think she might have got a better reaction than she already did if she had, you know, laid it on thick. Yeah. Um, Nothing against Billy Kay. You know, she's a good worker, and, you know, her time will come at some point. Which they need to figure out pretty quickly. Yeah. Now, um, to your point, I I had the same same thought. It was like she didn't get to do a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, it was a short match. She was on the losing end of at least half of it, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. The one thing I guess I will say is not to to move to uh, main roster, but Randy Orton for a lot of probably the last five years, not many people have really cared about him that much. Uh-huh. But people love the RKO. Yeah, the this RKO. Is exactly why he might be in the main event? Yeah, the <laughs> RKO is huge. This may be kind of the start of whatever they're going to call that. It's called the O-Face is can't, what it was always called. They're, they're not, not going to call it that. The O-Face. The O-Face is what they called it yeah, on the something Indies. something tells me that won't <laughs> They won't do that. Um, yeah, in the Attitude Era, maybe. They could have the O-Face in the money shot, but that's not going to be the O-Face. So, Her and Val Venus is the team. Yeah, but they, they, may have, they may have gotten that move over as... Like this, this move is going to knock out. As long anyone. as they say the word stunner, yeah, the, it'll it'll get off. And as right. long as and Austin's not going to have an issue with it, as long as it beats people. Yeah, because that's why he hated the springboard mm-hmm. stunner. I'll like, get to yeah, that. it looked dumb. And this is ten times better than that. Way better. Yeah, it's like well, a plus the, screw. Scene, mm-hmm. plus the Cena thing just looked ridiculous. Yeah, like it was cool a time mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Yeah, when you didn't see it coming. Yeah, when you didn't see it coming. <laughs> but then when it became a regular thing that he actually just started like the sick putting, and he wasn't even really hitting move. it. Yeah, no. no, like it was, was always it was always botched a little bit. A lot of the onus of that move is put on the person taking it because, like, literally, you're standing there, and you're just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Billy Kay took it like a champ. Yeah, she oh, did. Oh, very well. Um, Alo, your thoughts on debut of Ember Moon? Yeah, you, you got you know I, I like Billy Kay. Mm-hmm. She's one of my favorites because, well, I like the fact that she you talked about her big boot, but she's real tall. She has real, real long legs, so they yeah. try to take advantage of that. They finally get we finally know her gimmick. The female fatale. Yeah. But you know, I've been big on, I've been calling her, what is it, Velvet? That's what I've been saying about her last well, She's kind of like months. a head case. <laughs> yeah. It's a cool character. Yeah, because she, she got a big head because she yeah. debuted on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, like, like, um, like we said, like I, we, I love the red contacts. They're, they're they're different. It gives her makes her have a striking personality. And nice, they got talking about that stunner. Just the athleticism. She has she just twist twist her body to connect the stunner. She kind of had to do the. Uh, it's almost like a uh, twisted, twisted bliss, bliss. into yeah. a stunner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the athleticism you have to do just to turn your body to, to land that stunner correctly. Yeah. Correctly, John Cena. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Well, he's an avid listener, so he, he will, is. Yeah, he'll, he will. He will. He might be coming. He might be coming for this in a couple weeks. Hey, you're gonna do European Championship challenge. Hey, no, I, don't, I wouldn't take that me. challenge. Get my grave ready. <laughs> I have the shovels ready. Get my shovels ready. <laughs> if you lose your your punishment, you have to be on American Grit season two. Oh God. <laughs> Which is a good show, by the way. Is it? I haven't I like, watched. I it. I've heard it was good. 
Yeah, I never I, saw it. I only saw the commercials. Uh, I liked it. This was actually like a physical, violent match yeah. between two women. This was not... For four minutes, they really packed but they, a lot in. Mm-hmm. But they really did get for the Apollo Crews treatment because last year against Todd Dillinger, Apollo Crews didn't get much offense to yeah. get into the match. Yeah, it, the, the similarities in that were striking, but just hopefully the aftermath of it. Well, and unlike Apollo Crews, she actually had a finish that was interesting. She Apollo did. Apollo had that standing, like, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. athletic yeah. moonsault. But that, but it's not wowing it was, anybody. It was no. It's like it that's cool. Feel, it doesn't feel but, like a finish. Like his finish now, the flip, like variation. Which he barely lands correctly anymore. Yeah, it's a cooler move mm-hmm. than the standing moon. It is. Though. Yeah, the standing moon saw. It's like, oh, that's cool, but it wasn't like this high impact. That move is high impact. Yeah. And people are gonna. It's one of those things where people are gonna be waiting to see it. Yeah. Like you're just waiting to see that moment. It's gonna be interesting to me though because my only worry with Ember Moon is that. Exactly what you said. It's a really impressive move. It's a difficult move to hit. It takes ridiculous timing, athleticism, and both people need to be on the same page 100% for that to work perfectly. So you think her it, opponents She needs may, a secondary finish. Yeah, like her... Oh, okay. Well, she, that needs makes some, sense. she needs something that's not just that because she could easily mess that up. Would you like to see her get a, a, a submission finisher to go along with it, or would you like to see her get a... I a think a submission finisher. finisher would be good for her because you could pop the fact that her face, like, she's yeah. she's happy and she has those red eye contacts. She would look vicious. So that gives you, like, a good uh, TV production quality. Well, well, the good thing is she has a character. Yeah, <laughs> which Apollo never <laughs> exactly. did. Exactly. Yeah. He was just a guy that was, like, so happy to be there. That exactly. Really yeah, she was very immediately displayed as a character, and people didn't even think it was a woman in those vignettes. Yeah. Because, like, I had people talking to me about, like, the What's NXT show. It was just like, oh, no, that's a guy. It's like, who's coming in? It was just yeah. like, oh, I'm telling you, it's Ember Moon. Yeah, it's, they just they changed her name to Ember Moon. There's a big moon in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you were talking about Ember a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, there she is. Yeah. Yeah, She. I'm really excited to see her show up. I thought I it was a good impressed. debut. Um and I'm really excited to see where it goes. She's a part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> she, she a first cousin, second yeah. cousin? First cousin. Distant cousin? First cousin. Okay. She's a close family. She's, she's not like David Otunga. All right. <laughs> <Close> <laughs> Distant he's, cousin. He's like Ru- Russ, I know, does not want to hear that name today. <laughs> he's the guy that you visit just to see his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll say this even on a Sunday. Get David Otunga off my television. <laughs> <laughs> even on a Sunday. So, uh, Jen- Jennifer Cole. <laughs> yeah. Next matchup, we had the another relative newcomer, Andrade Almas, gets thrown into this match against Bobby Roode. I guess the uh, I don't know if the star came off CN really quick. Here's here's the thing, it wasn't Almas that was disappointing. Bobby Roode disappointed the shit out of me. So what I, was disappointing I, about I went Bobby Roode? I went into this and I'll use some Jr. talk. Here. <laughs> There was, he says, oh, all steak, no sizzle. Mm-hmm. He was all sizzle, no steak. He literally got dominated for 75% of the match by Almas, who was supposed to be putting him over. Yeah. Almas looked like the star in that match. The only thing that made Rude look like the star is he had that awesome, like, Bad News Barrett style, mm-hmm. like, well, his entrance music put him over. Entrance. The music is great. His music was super over. People were singing it throughout the night, but there was nothing memorable about his in ring. Portion. His finish is awful. The pump handle. The, That's the like pump call road dog like, real quick. Call <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's road dog's finish. Hey, Jesse, can I use this? Like, literally, he took a mid-carter from the Attitude Era's finish and called it the glorious bomb. It's not even a bomb. Drop. It's just yeah. a drop out of a pump handle, and it doesn't fit this dynamic character, this glorious aura that he talks about. And I don't know if they're going to change it, but I hope they do quick. Yeah. Because Almas outshined him 100% last night. Like, Rude may have gotten the win, but nothing 
leading into that, like me and Russ, I even said to Russ, I was just like, how did that move beat Omos? It's like yeah. he, he was not even hurt throughout yeah. that match for the most part, and then he just loses. Yeah, so, yeah. Bobby Roode's Bobby Roode's debut was actually my low point of the entire show. Really, it was very disappointing. Well, the match or the entrance? Just, just overall the debut because the His entrance performance is great. In the, match. the entrance is great and everything, but I mean, they're not paying you to just come out and do an entrance. They're paying you to have a great match, and he didn't. Yeah. Uh, so. T- Two things now in response to, to what you said. So in my notes, I had written down that this was CN's best performance yeah. so far. Yeah. He's awesome. And I like him. I'm a yeah. big fan of him. I just don't like the fact that he looks like a background dancer from the Smooth Criminal movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, suspenders in yeah a, I don't like that either. Red suspenders and a cat hat. Yeah. Because he was played up in his vignettes to be a classically trained Mexican luchador mm-hmm. sitting, looking, and watching like this old VCR yeah. TV thing in Mexico. He's coming from CMLL. Mm-hmm. A classic lucha libre promotion in Mexico. He should be way more La Sombra and way less Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they should well, tone down. The, I think stay... calling him Michael Jackson. I, I took him. I took him for Suge Knight last night. What I read. If Suge Knight ever wore anything like that, just no shirt with yeah. suspenders, people would cry. That'd be one hell of a look. Yeah, he, he's yeah. awesome. It's just the fact that gimmick doesn't do anything. Because yeah. even when he came out, they booed him. No reaction. Yeah. <laughs> no they booed him and gave him silence. They booed him, but people were cheering him by the end of the match. Yeah, no. His, his, his awesome. performance was that good. But th- this is one of my questions, though. Do you think, like I just said, this guy was brought in. They made a big deal out of him coming oh. in. And then he kind of did... Nothing happened. He just kind of like flatlined. He was under there. the radar, undefeated. But do you think? Beat. Yeah, but he was gone for a month. Yeah. Do you think they had him getting in so much offense, knowing okay, this is a guy maybe that shouldn't be taking a loss yet in such a big match. But people haven't. Let's make him look really good. And Bobby Roode can get by with that entrance was great. His music is awesome, and I still think. I mean, they, they portrayed now, maybe even com- not having commentary might have made a difference between the two of us. See, like, he I was portrayed it, as a superstar, yeah. I felt like, by Graves and Tom Phillips. Oh, no, without doubt. Um, I watched it over, like me and Russ both watched it over before we came so that I could have the perspective of live mm-hmm. and watching it on the network, and it really didn't change my opinion. See, I, I felt like he still came across well. He came across as a star, but he came across as a star with a bad finish that didn't really do much. Well, that I agree with, and the fact that they called it the Glorious Bomb tells me that they're was they're going with it. Yeah, yeah. Like now, that, The fact that they actually named it, like they didn't name Ember Moon's, Ember Moon's finisher is awesome, and they didn't give it a name yet. They named she his. She the rear view. <laughs> well, they named his. She has a rear view. <laughs> <laughs> they named his, which makes me think like they're going with this as it's his It's like, finish. oh shit, it's here to stay. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, now, I can't imagine him facing Nakamura and hitting him with that move. He's like, oh no, the glorious Bob. <laughs> now, I got I to think about Bobby Roode. I was... I love Bobby Roode. I'm a, I was a big TNA fan when it was actually good. Yeah, I should was, preface it by saying I'm not a hater of Bobby Roode. Oh no, no, no. They handled that. No, no. My, my my question is, I'm a big Bobby Roode fan. I know uh-huh. I know where he came from. Now he got he was over. Mm-hmm. Now my thing is, since you guys were there, was he more over for his music or music. the Definitely. fact that or yeah. the fact that nothing of him? he did not even close. Was getting big, it's big all pops. the music. It was all the facts. No, no, that I mean, like the people like know who he was, other than oh, yeah. just his I mean, music. Yeah. That's that. That's why I wanted from his pop. Yeah, like he was a star in name value, and he was great on the mic, and his theme song. His theme song was sung throughout the match. There was this is glorious mm-hmm. chants for different stuff in the match, even though there weren't really that many spots where he was yeah. glorious. 
There was a new day Bobby Roode chant too at one yeah, point. Bobby yeah, Bobby <laughs> Russ. So how do you feel? Do you feel the same um, way as Derek? Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming off the the entrance. First off, when we were there live, the entrance was hard to see because the the stage, well, not the stage, the lighting above the the ring kind of blocked the riser. So you were obstructed from. So it. we couldn't really get the full experience, but the music is awesome. We couldn't mm-hmm. drink it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, couldn't drink it in. The music was awesome, and I think part of it, part of him being so over is because the music's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of well, very it's big. Yeah, it's it big, is. Yeah. Big, you know, epic <laughs> kind of um, Yeah, I just think it, it, it fell kind of flat. Um, maybe... I, I'm happy for the guy because he spent all that time in TNA. And I don't know if his goal was to come to the WWE or not in the end. But you All know. that time wasted in squalor. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just, I don't know. The entrance was glorious, but everything else was just meh. Now, does this make you concerned at all for him going forward? Or you just yeah, because I don't just... know how I'm going to take him seriously as the number one contender for the title. If he is. If, if yeah. he is. And, well, he's really entertaining because even his promo before the match, yeah. I thought that was great. Very entertaining. The backstage yeah, promo Manhattan guy. Yeah, the armpit. The armpit. Yeah. The armpit of New York City. I got offended. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is with the buzz cut and like the goatee and stuff, he literally looks like Triple H. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that was his thing. He was yeah. TNA Triple H. Yeah, like he literally came at it. It's just like I I look at him as a cross between Authority Triple H and old school Ric Flair. Because hmm. he said, talks about how Street well he's dressed. Yeah. Triple H doesn't give a shit. Like yeah. he comes out as I'm wearing a suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're making me wear a suit. Yeah, um, my wife told me to put this on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my next question for Russ, though, now I think I just forgot it. Um, oh, watching it back on the network. Now, did that flip your opinion at all, or you still felt exactly the same? The way? entrance was cool because I got to say it, um, but the the match almost looked great. Um, and if you're just if you were just a random you know casual fan tuning in, I think that most of them would decide with almost. I think by the end of the match, the crowd you know turned it around. Yeah, and, uh, was kind of rooting for almost to pull through. Well, he um, did, he did a lot of great stuff, like stuff yeah. that I don't I don't remember seeing him do before. My yeah. favorite spot of the match is he screwed to the outside. That was awesome, but he always does that you know the catching in between the ropes. Where he's just sitting. Uh, there. But yeah. that but he always just does it. Yeah. I like that Bobby Roode went to throw him out of the ring. And, and turned, and he did it, and he was just stuck in the ropes behind yeah. him, and he didn't know. Well, he's it was like so a different weird. way of doing that. Spot. He's got so much personality that just has not been allowed to come out yet. Like he's working real hard to basically get himself over, despite yeah. whatever it is. Well, he took know. he took steps last night. Oh, I felt absolutely. like oh, he, I mean, he his came in-ring work was already really good, mm-hmm. and you know, it being on a pay per view kind of like. I think it he's shine. a top five smoothest worker in the company. He yeah, <laughs> he, he was great. That was the best I've seen him look. I was really happy for him because I, I even said it on, on our show a couple weeks ago. Like I feel, kind of feel bad for him that. He's just getting, saddled. He's gonna get, yeah, he's getting thrown, thrown into this match right. where you know he's going to lose. Yeah. You um, said smooth worker or smooth criminal? Both. <laughs> 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 he's equally, he's equal, an equally smooth criminal and worker. <laughs> um, it's a rare duo. For it is. It's, yeah, it is. It's a, t- it's a tough uh, combination to pull, pull off. off <laughs> uh, tag team championship match. Man. Alo's favorite tag team, The Revival. <laughs> you don't against... like The Revival at all. <laughs> now, do you not like them in a kayfabe way, or do you just not like them, period? They're... They're fine in the ring. They're just like you booing them because they're heels. They don't know. They just they don't do anything. When they when they, I'll give you this. When they wrestle matches, for the last three four takeovers, they probably had if not the best match, second best matchup yeah, on, on, on the show. Matches. So you give them their credit. But they have like, no charisma. 
They are boring. Dawson's Scott, like, Dawson. Scott Dawson is has got genius. He's gotten better. <laughs> I, I just want to rip his his sideburns off his face. He's got he's <laughs> gotten better. Like, that's how people felt about Arn though. <laughs> Which, Arn, whichever one they are, yeah. like, like Gargano and Ciampa said. Those sideburns are top uh, top guys. <laughs> top guys. Top stuff. guys, baby. <laughs> top guys right here. They are. They have no charisma. Scott Dawson's better than, than whatever they have. Dawson, yeah. whatever his name is, but or Wilder, whatever. Dash Wilder. Dash Wilder. Yeah. But they do nothing for me. They're great. <laughs> I say they put on good matches, but they are so boring. Um, defending their belts against the superstars of the cruiserweight classics first round, Champa and Gargano. Uh-huh. I predicted that they would win. I thought that uh, WWE would be like, "Hey, look, these guys yeah. just caught a lot of attention for that match. We may capitalize on it." Obviously didn't work out that way, but what a tag match this yeah, was. Yeah. I um I initially had said that um what was it, the revival and alpha at the end was my favorite tag match mm-hmm. of the year. This blew that out of the water. Um they, you know, cutting off the ring classic tag team wrestling back and forth pretty much the whole way through. Um they did tease a little bit of tension between Gargano mm-hmm. and Ciampa moving forward. I think that's where the money's at. I, I thought that was going to happen. Uh, I thought that's why they as were long as, the yeah, as long as they so kept long. the camera on. <laughs> I was waiting the, for the, the arena was just the like, live you know, crowd was literally breath. just like doing the oh. <laughs> just waiting, waiting for, for him to grab him. I, I was waiting for it too. Wait, wait, I didn't watch it live, so yeah. I tried to with my phone. I was like, okay, when, when's going to happen? Because they kept talking about it for, for, um, ever since the Cruiserweight Classic. Then, then the video package, they showed the Cruiserweight Classic match. So I was like, okay, he's turning on. Because how many times can Ciampa be in a match where he loses and then go and sit? Indian style next to Gargano yeah. and cradle him right. gently. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, him tap. And then what pissed me off, he could reach for the ropes. Yeah, I, I had that in my notes too. It's not, like, like, I can understand, like, a great great heel work would have been if, if Wilder. If he was in the middle of the ring. No, if Wilder pulled mm-hmm. the ropes back so he couldn't reach for the, for the yeah. rope, that would have been good. But he couldn't reach for the rope. Yeah. He even, even tried to reach for the rope. It wasn't a very. If I had to say one thing that I didn't like about it, the finish felt a little bit flat. Anti climax. Just because the false finishes were so yeah. good. They were good. Said, Once Gargano got that hot tag, it that was being said, I did finishes. pick the revival to retain. I didn't so, think I did too. Were, I didn't think there was a reality where Ciampa and Gargano were going to win, mainly just because for the exact hype that you said that they would want to play on. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to play on it in the opposite way of having them lose the match and then deteriorate, and then you would have the one-on-one match right. because there's way more money and way more tread on the tires of those two having an Owens versus Zayn type. Right. with each other because we already know the backstory from watching the CWC videos that they're very good friends like he says that oh I didn't even know Johnny like <laughs> two years ago but now I'm in his wedding yeah. and stuff like that like they're really like Zane Owens style like really close friends they would have a blood feud yeah. and it would be amazing well yeah their, their match they had at the Cruiserweight Classic would show you what type of blood feud yeah. exactly. that yeah. would be but um, it was the it, this was the match of the night though yeah, it was. Even, watching it, even watching it back Live, the reaction was crazy. On the network, it was even more nuts because they had the crowd mic'd up, mm-hmm. and you could hear all of it. You saw everything because we were at a good vantage point. Like we were up yeah. above the ring, so there was nothing we didn't see. Yeah. But just being on top of it with those awesome production angles that they use for NXT, it was superb. Tag yeah. wrestling at its finest. It was a lot of like cohesive unit type offense. Like I said, the, there were so many false feel like at least four times, and I yeah, legitimately I thought like, the match yeah, was about so, to end. Yeah. But that's a hallmark of revival matches. Mm-hmm. The revival yeah. are so good at being that classic nineteen eighties rock and roll express <laughs> type, like Freebird type tag team. That's just like, oh well, they're about to get the hot tag. Here comes 
Here it comes to Johnny, and then you know, pulls them right off. The yeah. yeah, and nobody does that. That's 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 what that's the few things I like about that's them. That's what makes them awesome because they're yeah. such a throwback and they own it. Like I get the idea, and there's very few talents that you get the idea while watching them. That's just like I know exactly what film they watched. Yeah. From old tag teams and understands that they could do that because Dash and Dawson were developmental enhancement talent guys. They like, were. They were not big deals at all. It they was, weren't. They I got, remember because last year they won the NXT taping. Yeah. For Brooklyn in the in the eight man tag. Yeah. yeah. And then before that they were just they were just dropping out and then after after um they 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 made the sem- they made the semifinals at, t- at Takeover Respect. I was like okay these yeah. guys are the next big thing because they beat they beat the Vault Villains in a de- tag team classic last yeah. year. And they were known as the Mechanics. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> which was offensive. <laughs> but like literally they had they did they Blake and Murphy them, but they actually have staying power. Because yeah. Blake and Murphy just one of one half couldn't hold up their end of the bargain, mm-hmm. basically. And we know which half that is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we discussed it. I don't remember I guess we discussed it before the show. But the, the, the revival are here to stay. They're not gonna go anywhere for a little while until authors of pain just take the belts from them. Yeah. Oh that's exactly they what's were on the happen. tapings before the show. And did they, did they do anything? They had a good they had a yeah, TM sixty one. Right, TM sixty one actually had some good offense in and they lost. Was the TM sixty one carry though? Uh, not really. I mean, I, th- I like, I like Authors of Pain personally. Dynamic. I think I that know. they have one of the better themes in NXT right now. Like, their actual song is so badass. Authors of Pain? Oh, yeah, it's so cool, really? Like, Do I they really, have names? Uh, you can look uh, them tattooed up. Tattooed one? <laughs> <laughs> I, did an artic- I did an article on them. One of the guys named is Sonny Dinsa right? or something. Sonny Dinsa, and the other one is Zim Somani. Well, Tom Phillips told me the same thing. Robert, he just yeah. told me uh, yeah. the tattooed one. <laughs> Where are, they from? are they from India? Both? Uh, no? no, it's not India. I'm trying. One to of them. I thought one's from India. I'm trying to remember because I know Dinsa almost made the Olympics in 2012 hmm. for wrestling, like actual amateur wrestling, and then the other one, uh, Somani, is a world-renowned judo practitioner. So these guys are ridiculous athletes for their size, but they're going to get that outlook where it's just like, oh, here comes the Samoan SWAT team. Yeah, okay. you mentioned the Olympics. Yeah. and Oh, I know you're a big Olympics I fan. mentioned to you before the show what a, what a fiend I am for the Olympics. Yeah, and it's killing you. <laughs> yes, it is running me into the ground, but... Do you think they should have pro wrestling in the Olympics? Oh, no. <laughs> no. You don't think we could have Roman Reigns against Rusev in the, in the okay. summer if they, if they do, they have to let Marks be the ones that are the table. Like. <laughs> the, Roman, yeah. the Roman wouldn't win anything. That's the, only, <laughs> that's the only time I would be ever invited to the Olympic Games. It's yeah. just like, we need you to be official grader for these matches. It's like, Nakamura, 10. <laughs> He didn't have to do anything. Ty Dillinger. <laughs> uh, you guys both mentioned, well, you mentioned that you thought it was a match of the night. You did. I'm assuming you agree yeah, with it. When I was making my predictions ahead of time, I put a little asterisk next to it with that potential to steal the show, and I think it definitely did. Now, did you think that going in, this is probably going to be the match of the night, or did it surprise uh, a little bit? See, it's tough, just because my pick for match of the night we're going to get to it next. Mm-hmm. My pick for match of the night, I assumed that Oscar Bailey was going to be the measuring stick, so to speak, for the entire night. And that kind of fell short, in my opinion. So the tag match really just picked it up, just because yeah. that was the only match of the title matches that was just yeah, it going. Felt, yeah. Yeah. Like, there was, there was no, no wall period, nothing. Yeah. No, they were firing on all cylinders from... 
from bell to bell. Yeah, that that was, was awesome it was match. without a doubt not only the best match but the most entertaining. Yeah, yeah it was and great. when Gargano and Ciampa hit prelude to the end, yeah, you know we thought that <laughs> it's over. Yeah, and, yeah. you know they they uh, they kick out. You know, the cool two thing about quarters. watching wrestling live and not watching it on the network is I literally watched that about to not work. Like they, <laughs> they hit they hit the prelude to the end. They hit the super kicks, and I literally saw Wilder just like hiding yeah. under the because yeah. right? so, we were on top of it. It's like it's not over. <laughs> <laughs> So they pulled the, you got the curtain pulled back on you a little bit. Yeah. I, like, I kind of like that though. That's why I like live wrestling, just because it's just like that suspension of disbelief is still there, but it's also fun to kind of be in on. Yeah, spots. like you kind of see the the actual like real life. The person life. who's watching like an eye pay per view of Ring of Honor mm-hmm. wouldn't know that say this guy's about to jump yeah. into the ring, but you're just like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, we'll segue, I guess, right into the Bailey and Oscar. Yeah. You thought it would be the match of the night. I thought this was going to steal the show again. Alo, I think you even said this last week. I said it could have been. And you, you had tagged the tag team championship match. Yeah, I had that. Match of the yeah. Night. Um, I enjoyed this match. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm curious about, because you said it, it didn't live up to what you thought, how much of that is because you were sad about the finish? Uh, little to little. None. I mean, it, it didn't live up to it just because, first off, nothing... I, I didn't assume that it was going to be better than Sasha versus Bailey because that would be criminal to right. assume that it's mm-hmm. better than the best women's yeah. match of all time. <laughs> now, they had the tools between Bailey, who's been there, done that before, and the build was great, and Asuka's a machine, that I thought Bailey would win solely because the division around them is... There's nothing really. I mean, Ember Moon could get shot mm-hmm. up, but I mean, nobody is immediately no. nobody threat. believable in the media vicinity. Yeah. Nobody, and which is an NXT problem right mm-hmm. now on both fronts. Yep. There's nobody that can legitimately beat Oscar right now, and I would believe it. Nobody on that brand. But the reason that it didn't live up to it is on a live crowd standpoint. When they had that botch where she went for the power bomb, and it was like a oh, really yeah. lackadaisical mm-hmm. thing, we didn't have announcers to help us through that because good announcers can talk a talent through something yeah. like that and give an excuse where you're kind of like mentally you do the flip and it's just like okay that wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But live you had the botchamania people. It was just like oh yeah, shit. that definitely hurt. That kind of like made me like come on dude, really? It's like yeah. this is an amazing match. They had one bad thing, but we got to have the fucking botchamania people. Mm-hmm. And then. We had that, and then she had like that weird, almost like Bobby Lashley yeah. Dominator move that also looked kind of awkward, and it really didn't play well to the live crowd. It died for about like a minute or so, and then they picked it up again, but the finish didn't feel like... It didn't have a good conclusion, in my opinion. It didn't feel like that would be the way that this match should end. No. Like, there's a sequence of kicks, and Bailey just eats a kick to the side of the head after like that awesome crescent kick that she does, and then it's just over. Mm-hmm. If it was gonna, if she was gonna lose again, I would have preferred it to be the Oscar lock or at least something that had a build up to it. This felt like a very random. Oh, it's over. It was a rushed finish. Yeah. Like it was like okay, well let's we gotta go in for the close and yeah. <laughs> it just ended. Yeah. And Bailey got worked over for almost the entire match. Like she was basically Oscar had her on the ropes. I would say roughly seventy percent of that match. Yeah. She dominated. Which which I kind of expected because I. I thought Bailey was going to win, one, because I feel like they still need her in NXT. I felt like if she's going to be around for a little while, it makes sense to tell that story that she lost it and then she came back because she's Bailey. Um, but 
you still need to keep Asuka as the one who is the stronger of the two. Bailey just was able and substance. Yeah, just was able to overcome it. Yeah. Um, because that's what she's always done, is she yeah. overcome the odds. Like, I like those spots where she fought out of the Asuka lock. Because one of the big spots from their first match was her going, like, they were standing up, and she's, like, and reaching she from, yeah. like, rope to rope, and she managed to get out of it, hit her with the Bailey to belly. Mm-hmm. Um, but but was, you're right. Yeah. The, the, the finish there was, like, a rushed feeling to it. Meanwhile, on the network, Graves could cover up for them. It mm-hmm. was basically it was like, oh, the ankle lock, it loosens, like, it, it hurt Bailey's yeah, ankle. ankle. She doesn't have the strength mm-hmm. to get it up. It's like, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll buy that. That's yeah. fine. It didn't really bother me. It didn't have as much effect because the crowd was might. It didn't seem like it died the way that it did when we were live right. at the show. But altogether, good match. Should have been a lot better for key reasons. It wasn't. Yeah. How about you? What did, what did you think? Uh, well, you know I had a problem with the Dallas match. Uh-huh. But the Dallas match was better than this one. <laughs> like the, Even though I said the Dallas match lacked the story, so when, when Bailey lost, you were like, oh, Bailey lost. Yeah, it was, more the, it was more the shock value yeah. of like, mm-hmm. oh, Bailey lost the Austin 13 way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, this match, it had a, it had more of a story. But my thing with this was, it's like, okay, you guys said the match ended abruptly. I, I, I understand why it ended abruptly because... Like you said, Oscar dominated a lot of that match, and Bailey was basically fighting out of desperation the entire match. She counted the Oscar log into a jackknife pin. And she didn't have her ponytail for a moment. Yeah. When she went back for the last Bailey to belly and she pulled, she wasn't pulling anything. No. <laughs> there was no ponytail to pull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the story, even though Oscar was dominating her, Bailey tried to fight back the entire time. And that, that's been the story, because the thing is, how is anybody going to beat Oscar? Well, she had that great spot where watching on the network, I knew what she was saying, but live, you couldn't hear it. Because we're so far away, where she's just like hit me in the yeah. face. Yeah. Like it was just like, oh damn, Bailey's firing yeah. up, and then she lost like a minute mm-hmm. after that happened. Yeah, yeah, but she had so much emotion into that yeah. match because she wanted back her women's title, but and like, she had the other three horse women. Yeah, her side. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I think that I think that Bailey. My thing is, do you think this is a swan song? Yeah. Well, that's what I had. Last match question mark. Because the he fans said, were saying, thank, thank you, you, Bailey. Yeah. And then last night, after the match, Triple H posted a picture with Bailey saying, thank you, Bailey. Oh, okay. But I didn't know that. I don't know if you saw her talk to Ember Moon on WWE.com. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't I literally, I just watched yeah. Takeover this morning. Yeah, because Ember like Moon, Ember Moon walked up to Bailey backstage saying, "With the contacts, yeah, yeah, contacts <laughs> still in, <on>. yeah, yeah, <laughs> always in character. On. She is just like yeah. Bailey. No sold it. She was like, "Hey, dude." Yeah, yeah she did. It was like real. It was like, it was like, it was like I can't, I can't really describe it because it was like, uh, yeah, it'll be good one day. Yeah, it was like one of those things. Like she didn't know what to say, but um. And I think Bailey also mentioned, yeah, who knows, maybe we could face, face each other at TakeOver. Because you know when you, when you leave NXT, you're basically going on your back. Yeah. <laughs> so my thing is, do you think this is the next thing for Bailey to go on her back? Because personally, I, I initially said Bailey needs to go to SmackDown. But she really doesn't need to go to SmackDown because they actually use all their women. Mm-hmm. She, needs to go to, she needs to go to Raw because they have, what, three, four women? I don't count three women because I don't count Dana Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, she's still a woman. She's just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because after relevant. Sa- after Sasha beats um, Charlotte, and then I, I think Sasha and Nia Jax is the next thing. What do you do with Charlotte? You gonna have a face Dana Brooke? Like you believe? Like, are you gonna believe that Dana Brooke could beat Charlotte? Yeah. Like, no. we're, like we're, the only way that the only way that you can go with that is have Dana Brooke actually pull one off, but nobody really wants to see it. No. Because she's not a baby face. A mm-hmm. and B, she. It's not even believable. Well, the biggest thing with her, real quick before I get to your thoughts on the match, Russ. Biggest thing with Dana Brooke, to me, why I was actually starting to like her a lot in NXT, was she could talk. Mm -hmm. 
Like she was Awkwardly, very, but she, but, but she was very, she, but she was very good at like getting on your nerves. Oh yeah. And I thought, and having that character, a lot of the stuff she did in the ring seemed better because you knew what was behind it. Yeah. Now she's just tagging along, and now the the work in the ring is glaring, mm-hmm. whereas it wasn't so much before. Yeah, she, she had Emma before. They she definitely could have used at least another four months. Well, and that's that's the NXT. crux of this entire thing is that she was brought up to package with Emma, and mm-hmm. Emma got hurt, and now they're basically stuck. Yeah. So they were just like, go with Charlotte. Yeah. Okay, we'll just throw you with yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. So Russ, your thoughts on Bailey Oscar? Uh, I definitely thought that the second time I viewed the match was a lot better with commentary. So. The, the crowd response in there definitely affected the way you... Yeah, especially them. when a couple people in our section started the Botchmania shit, and it was just like... Like, I think Botchmania is funny. Like, I love... But, like, I don't want to... I don't want to have to hear you live, like, tell me. Yeah, watch it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, there was... Okay, never mind. Yeah, let me... I'll go. I'm not gonna cut it. But, um, <laughs> I definitely liked it more the second time where Graves kind of played up the ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was incredibly physical the whole way through. Well, I wish... I. We're going to get to this, but I wish Joe and Nakamura were as physical all the way through <laughs> oh. uh, as Asuka and Bailey were. I just think Bailey showed that she could take an ass beating um, and, you know, come out on, not on top, but no, you know, come out, you know, fighting. Fighting. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, going down and fighting back. Um, I think this is a good step for her moving forward. I know I said on the Unsanctioned podcast that her marketability is everywhere. Yeah. She's girl she John Cena. Yeah. Well, I hope not. Yeah. Only, only, but we'll like likable yeah, to everybody. Likeable, yeah. <laughs> Completely likable to to all yeah. all people. The only thing I have, like the, the problem that I have, is Aaron had mentioned about her going to Raw. I don't want them to bust their nut with this uh, Sasha Bailey. That keep can't do keep it her right far away. away and I want maybe like Charlotte or Nia Jax interfere. Like you got to play at all of us first. Like you're not going to come. Yeah, in cause that's something that's what the cut because it's like because like you can also do a triple threat with Nia Jax, Charlotte, and Sasha, and then maybe around because they got. With the pay per views, it's kind of hard Jax to do. Nia Jax is built for a triple threat because she's yeah, literally she just go. a big fish. She can, no, Nia Jax is athletic for her size. You for even imagine she perfect. can roll around with the smaller women. She did with Bailey and Oscar. Yeah, for her size, that's perfect. But at the same time, she's very clearly not ready to work a singles match that goes past 10 minutes. Not on a WWE. Not on a WWE. On an NXT one, yeah. Well, on WWE, it's about the character. And Which really as, they say, as they always say, characters matter. And she knows who she is. And that's I the most don't. important thing. <laughs> I don't know who Nia Jax is. We just get a lot of She's not like most girls. Yeah, it, 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 I, I love that song. <laughs> I love her song. I should have like had that last song. Like most girls. Yeah, but, but, yeah, no, 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 but exactly. But that's the thing. But, but, but that's the thing. She, know, she knows that. She knows that. Even her promos again, leading up to her match with... um. Bailey. Yeah, she, no, Os- with um, Oscar. Uh, she was like, "You beat, uh, you beat Bailey, but I broke Bailey." She yeah. knows who she is, no, and that's the most important thing. She's the good in spurts like that, and she was put in the ring. And I hate to use this because I hate when people justify crapping on a talent for this. Mm-hmm. But for Nia Jax, I think it does make sense that she was in the ring and she had her two best outings against two of the best women's wrestlers on the planet in Bailey and Oscar. She was carried to a degree. But she can still work. There's a reason that she's getting the Braun Strowman treatment on roll. No, she's no. working against. Nia Jax would put on a clinic against Braun Strowman. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're the same level talent, but I'm saying that they clearly know as a company that neither of them is ready to work a 10 minute plus match, no. let alone for a title. Well, that. Right well, and they lose a lot of. And a triple threat's good because you can hide that. Fact. Yeah. Well, and they also lose like talents like that. They lose a lot. More than a, your average sized yeah, talent, it, it they, they lose a lot when they lose a match. Uh-huh. Like a lot of their mystique is about yeah. that I'm dominant. Yeah, and that's why you get these squash matches because they're bigger people. Yeah, 
So that's. No, and I'm a, I'm for the squash matches. I'm just saying there's a reason for them. Yeah. Yeah, but what Ryan's saying because it's like they 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 lose all their aura when you if you lose somebody smaller than you. That's why you got to build them up. So I think yeah, there there is some of that that's like we can let these guys develop into having a full length match. Yeah. But I do. Hmm, yeah. Braun Strowman versus Nia Jax. Well. It's Nia Jax would, would uh, run circles around Braun Strowman like AJ Styles will run circles around John Cena tonight. I want to see, oh, Nia, <laughs> see Nia Jax versus Byron because he just, just oh, he, he destroys her on commentary yeah. every week, calling her fat and all that. <laughs> By the way, Byron Saxton dipped out of that. Yeah, he did. Joe yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like, literally, as soon as Joe's put up, he's like, I'm yeah. out. See ya. He's gone. Yeah, I actually want to mention that in a minute. Uh, my biggest takeaway from the Bailey Oscar match and came on commentary is Graves saying after the match I don't know how you know I've said before I don't know how you beat Asuka and I still don't know she may be the women's champ forever and yeah at this point the thing about that mm -hmm, but the thing about that is and this is something I wrote about a couple weeks ago when I wrote about Roman and Eva people need something like a lot of like people don't like these super teams in the NBA. Like people hated the Heat when LeBron went there. People hate Golden State now that Durant went there. Yeah. But it is great for NBA business. Oh yeah. Because people tune in either I like this team and I want to watch them win, or I hate this team oh, and I want to watch well, them that's lose. That's what Cena's SB thing was about. Yeah, exactly. That, oh, you made a heel. Yeah, exactly. Real sports. <laughs> I think, but I think it's always better when there is, like, there's parity in the NFL. But I think sports is always better when there is some. Far and away, like superstar talent or great team, and I think having a champion like Oscar, where it's like we don't know how she can lose. Yeah. Having someone that high above, I think, is go- going to ultimately be good for that division. One, yeah. it forces all the talent to try to get to that point. Yeah. Which and when somebody, yeah, and when fi- when somebody finally does beat oh, her, they're going to be huge. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like the Brock effect. Like what I was going to say, okay. and and I'm not comparing work rate yeah. at all, obviously, <laughs> but. I kind of was reminded during the Bailey Oscar match of Bailey got more offense in than Cena did, but it reminded me of when Cena just got demolished. Oh yeah, SummerSlam by, two, by years ago, right? two years ago at SummerSlam. It reminded me of just Oscar came as as a focused wrecking machine, and for the most part, she did exactly what she probably drew mm-hmm. up in her head yeah. in that match. And Bailey literally had to, like Cena did, pull out all the stops and get really emotional about it. And people thought, oh well, here we go again. Yeah. Bailey's gonna maybe get it, and then no, she eats a big kick to yeah. the head, and it's done. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, did not quite live up to everybody's expectations. Was still a good match. Oscar's incredible. Bailey, probably the last time we see her in NXT. And then we have our main event of the evening: Shinsuke Nakamura challenging for the NXT Championship against Samoa Joe. Uh, Derek, you just mentioned the uh, little interview between them with Byron Saxton, and you also mentioned Nakamura being—I don't remember if this was on the show or before the show. This is before the show. About him being the Rock of not talking. About how yeah. just his mannerisms, his verbiage, his charisma is wordless. He is the most charismatic, captivating enigma of a maybe human being <laughs> I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Just because I also compared him to, again, not with the talking portions, mm-hmm. but when he does talk, it's like powerful. Yeah. He says stuff that's meaningful. Yeah, he says he says only what he needs to say. He is this was the Muhammad Ali versus George Foreman fight <laughs> It was this calculating, spidery competitor that was getting in the head of this bull in the china shop champion that was George Foreman that is Samoa Joe yeah. in this situation. I love that Joe got the Goldberg entrance, by mm-hmm. the way. That he I, I like that. Oh, you, you like it? 
I did. I hate Goldberg. Which is foreshadowing for tonight, by the way. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't say it. Don't be the dirt sheets. Goldberg. Don't be the dirt sheets. <laughs> I know you're going to do it. But to, to your point about him not you needing and that's work. a hunch. That's a <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what dirt sheets do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a hunch. Idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's every year. Every year Goldberg's been yeah. touted as all. Oh, he was supposed to be at WrestleMania this well, year. The only reason they're saying that because he had the 2K press conference. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason he's in New York. Yeah, well, to Derek's point you know, about him not needing yes. words to to make an impact, that little thing that happened when Joe knocked the chair out and stood up all fast, like tough guy, it was. But to me, the most badass part of that whole thing was how Nakamura just so nonchalantly just stood up and stood there. Yeah, the way he, and I, if with anybody wants, behind his back. yeah, if anybody wants to go back and watch that video, because I think most people's eyes focus on Joe snapping, throwing the chair back, and aggressively standing up. Byron running like, out of the way, and Nakamura just <laughs> casually stood up, and that was like that dude is a badass. Yeah, because people say that like a tough guy doesn't need to tell you how tough he is. Yeah, he'll show. And Nakamura was just so calm, not phased at all. I was like, wow, Dude, like, that's favorite, everything you need to know about that guy. My favorite moment from this entire buildup, because he's been just poking the bear the entire time. Yeah. Wordlessly poking the bear. It's just like, just yeah. kind of like looking at him. Being smiling, like, being taking his coins, nose. Smiling, taking his nose, <laughs> laughing. Looking through the looking glass at him, which <laughs> is one of my throwing, favorites. And then throwing, <laughs> yeah. the, throwing the, the, the magic telescope. <laughs> like, what was more real, was that so or Gargano's <laughs> bell? Oh. Uh, I'm going to say the telescope. Okay. <laughs> he just sells it perfectly. Yeah. Like, you believe it's like, oh, there was... Why, why did he throw his telescope away? It's like, but he can't see Joe now. But, like, literally, he got down to the ring, and he's literally just, like, gesturing, mm-hmm. like, fight posing and stuff like that. He takes his nose. It was just... The way he got down to the ring was my favorite part of the entire thing. Like, literally, he just gets... I can't do it because the mic. Yeah. He just gets up, and literally his music plays as he's choking out Mojo Rawley, and all the refs and all the security are running down to stop it, and Nakamura's just like... <laughs> just, just walking. Yeah. The ring and shit like, that. like he's just—it's the swaggiest run-in yeah. I've ever seen ever. Because like normally it would be like, oh my god, he's gonna save Mojo, and he's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just like, it's like I'm just here to piss Joe. Yeah. So, that, so that's what Hideo Tommy tried to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it was so swaggy. Like he came out, I was just like, this dude is the coolest person. Yeah, that was awesome. And I—I I don't know if I appreciated on the initial viewing, but when I saw it highlights because obviously they're showing all this stuff and I noticed like yeah all the refs come blowing by him and he just kind of like looked <laughs> looked on either side didn't phase him at all he, he, didn't no, change he did his plans he reacted it was awesome he's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> his entrance at takeover that the violinist the best entrance that I've was seen incredible yeah I actually so I watch wrestling with my heart I've talked about this before that's, like, that's interesting. I watch it with my eyes. Yeah, I, I, buy, I buy into it like with every fiber of my emotion. If you're giving me something, I can like mm-hmm. something, something, sink my emotional teeth into. Yeah. Uh, let's, get to the, let's get the brass tacks uh-huh. in. Did you cry? <laughs> I didn't cry, okay. but I got goosebumps. Yep. Yeah, we did too. And my eyes welled up a little bit. I got like, it on my phone. But Nakamura won? Not when he won, no. Just his just entrance. His presence really? alone. That that his violin very, yeah. I thought his was awesome. Of it was beautiful. Yeah, it was great. Like just that like violin solo. Then his music hits. Then he comes out and is coming down. And it's like oh my god, like this guy is. Yeah, that was one of the things that I wanted. To the talk biggest about. thing in professional wrestling. That's exactly how I you know, felt. Highlight, highlights uh, Wrestle Kingdom ten in January, and now is NXT champion. Yeah, and it's only been you know eight months. It's like Styles headlines Seven final months. battle for Ring of Honor. 
enters into WWE in the Royal Rumble well, next you, month. Well, you missed Wrestle Kingdom 10 in that, in that gap. Yeah, he's also, he also was at Wrestle, <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom 10. Wrestle Kingdom 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's he put on two matches of the years and then goes to the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, his, his entrance was incredible. I was, like, legitimately moved by his entrance. Yeah. Um, Halo, yeah, your, your thoughts on the match? Uh, Since we haven't stopped talking about just Nakamura yeah. so far. The match was disappointing. It was the the least best of the other ti- the, the title matches. The, it was I, I didn't expect the fast paced match. It was it was a, a real slow match, but it was hard hitting like I said it would be. But the match just was missing something to me. Um, you just didn't feel like they delivered on the heat that was built up between the two. No, n- not until the end. Right when he hit that Kinshasa and he, Joe kicked down, they were selling. Oh, Joe may have a broken jaw, and Joe played it off. He, yeah, I don't he, know, he, he, he sold it real and they, well. And they threw the X. Line. Yes, I wasn't sure that was true. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, because I wasn't sure because it looked like his jaw was slack, slack, sl- yeah, slanting yeah. a little bit. And then it, um, he went to the top rope and hit him, hit him with the back of the head. Then the other Kinshasa, that was awesome. Other than that, I thought the ma- call is always the best. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, my thoughts on this match, I may have enjoyed it more than some people because I appreciate, like, Joe has the, like, legitimate kind of, like, grappling MMA background, and so does, uh, yeah, and so does Nakamura. Nakamura has the MMA background, Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of, like, MMA-style grappling in there. Dude, Nakamura shot on him. Yeah, yeah I thought that was shot, awesome. He the, shot a double leg on like, him. So I had watched the McGregor-Diaz fight last night. So I was already like kind of in UFC mode in my brain. Wow. And that fight, like a lot of it looked like it could have been like a shoot fight. Right. Um, I get why some people don't like it because it's not the most exciting thing yeah. to watch when you're watching pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. But those two specific guys, I, I appreciated that aspect of it. I do think there were lulls in the match. Um, but I do think this is one of the matches we talked about. I think the two previous matches having like abrupt, kind of not quite satisfying finishes. Yeah, this ending. This one was, was about the best way they could have yeah, finished. Yeah, it. because it was at a fever pitch. The yeah. crowd lost their shit, and when for the second time of the night, literally when the finish happens after the GTS and after mm. the second Kinshasa. We literally looked at each other and we're hopping. Dude. <laughs> like schoolgirls just jumping and when, when, he, when he went up on to the uh, sec, I think from second turnbuckle, him in the back of the head, and then like everyone started to rumble, and I'm like, like get out of my chair. Like, I was into, I was into it. I was sold on it. He did the and whole. Then, and then have you know. been to a live event that was better than that? That the better than last night? Um, not all the way. I mean. There was live moments that I've experienced that were, you know, in par over last night. Mm-hmm. Um, but as an, an event as a whole, no. Last night was definitely the best event by far. Like, from start to finish. From start to finish. Um, I'll still say that I think I mentioned it on Unsanctioned with Roman winning the title. In, yeah, that was awesome. In, in, on Raw. That was, that was a good night. Raw altogether. It was. Yeah. The only thing I'll say about that Raw, and I don't know if anybody else remembers it this way, the crowd was so hot at the start. Roman and Steph in the ring, and um, Steph mentioned, you know, I'm not going to fire you because my husband asked me not to, but someone's on their way to this arena right now who just might. The chairman of the board, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And I feel like the crowd for the next half hour was just waiting for Vince. Uh, like, I feel like he Ziggler, interrupted the match. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. He was true, like, get out of my ring. Yeah, 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 he interrupted a nothing match. But, but Dolph and 
Ambrose. Dean had a match yeah. that I feel like the crowd was just not present for. Yeah, we saw it. We for, saw it for the last three yeah. weeks, probably. But yeah. they were just waiting for Vince to show up. Hey, we'll see it again later. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your thoughts on the match, Russ or uh, Derek? Sorry. <laughs> Damn. So I don't have quite the. Match, but uh, no, I thought it was the second best match of the night. Uh, I thought it was better than Oscar versus Bailey, mainly just because both the live reaction and the network reaction to the botch that they had. It was the abrupt finish. Meanwhile, this one had the tailor-made bow on top. Yeah. Perfect second Kinshasa type thing. Joe being the first person to kick out of Kinshasa was cool. Mm-hmm. It gave him some credibility, some success. Well, Balor kicked out. On the way out. Did he? Yeah. Did so. Balor? They, he did. It they, took two? He, it, took it took two. two. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So it takes a real top guy to kick yeah. out of a Kinshasa. Joe gets, <laughs> Joe gets the vibe. He gets the little rub, basically, yeah. so to speak. I think they're going to have, unless his jaw is legitimately broken, which I hope not, they will have the rematch between the two, and then Joe will probably go to either one of the brands. SmackDown. Please. Oh, oh, yeah. he, would, he would run SmackDown. Because yeah, SmackDown, be SmackDown took Eva Marie away from me for yeah, 30 yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm hurt. But no, it was, it was so... My biggest issue with the match was, when we talked about it a little bit earlier, this was built up to be Joe could not wait to get his hands on Nakamura. He's going to destroy him. He's screaming. He's pissed at Regal that he's even having to defend the title. He said he may not make it to Brooklyn. He might not make it if he sees Nakamura. And Nakamura's like, I'm not tired to Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I'll find him before he finds me. And then we have 10 minutes of chain wrestling. Yeah. It's like, why? Because Joe shoved him before the match. And then Nakamura kicks at him. And then they start with wrist locks and counters for five minutes. This should have been a war from bell to bell personal opinion just because Joe is pissed why is he defending his title he should be trying the steamroll Nakamura right. and he eventually got to that point but there was 10 minutes of what yeah like oh the yeah. counter wrestling's good and everything and the shoot fighting's great and all but the strong style king versus emperor kind of cool like dynamic that yeah. they had they didn't start really brawling with each other until like 10 minutes into the match yeah when it was over yeah. <laughs> like the last 12 minutes were awesome but the first like portion with the chain wrestling just didn't make sense why they would start that way to me. Yeah, no, I, I totally especially coming that. off of a lackluster rushed finish to Oscar Bailey, I needed them to come out and just fire me up immediately, and they didn't. Love that Nakamura is the champion, but we're in the same boat with Nakamura than we are with Oscar because Bobby Roode didn't impress me. The Glorious Palm will not look good mm-hmm. if it even gets close to beating Nakamura. There is no legitimate challenger right now to Nakamura. He's already beaten Aries. Atami would be a dream match for New Japan mm-hmm. fans, Pro Wrestling Noah and stuff. If Ibushi comes in, that would be great too. I've already called NXT the brand of the rising sun. <laughs> and we witnessed, and that's an affectionate term, because yeah. I love the fact mm-hmm. that they're actually pushing foreign Asian talent. And it's not like... Uh, and it's not a joke. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like Yamaguchi-san or... It's not It's not Kai and Tai. Because yeah. every time I think about Shinsuke going to WWE, I just think of Takamishinoku. Yeah. Because, like, the only real legitimate Asian talent that I can think of that got pushed reasonably well was Tajiri. Mm-hmm. That I can think of off the top of my head because he was a tag team champion with Regal at one point, maybe a couple other people, and he was also a multiple-time cruiserweight champion. Yeah. These two talents, Asuka, formerly Kana, and then Nakamura, you can't change his name. 
literally hold the two most prestigious belts, arguably, in pro wrestling. Because the NXT title has a lot more credibility to me than either of the main roster titles. In any title on the main roster. Just because the matches that they have. And that's not crapping on the WWE title, that's lifting NXT. And the NXT women's title is easily the most prestigious women's title Mm -hmm. in the world. So you have two Asian talents holding those belts. This is the biggest push that a foreign talent duo has ever gotten in professional wrestling, especially WWE. We witnessed history. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I agree with you about that because it, it, do, it does seem like you mentioned earlier about some people saying that No Way Jose's gimmick was like a little uh, racist cheesy, or whatever. Or... Well, there are some people that said it was racist because it was like, oh, he's Dominican and he's dancing and has baseball uh-huh. themed moves. Yeah. yeah. One, I'm assuming he probably played a big part in those being uh-huh. parts of his gimmick. But. Right. WWE has had a history of doing these types of things. Right. So it's cool to see them actually just do something as opposed to talking about... How, how long did they talk about like making the women on the same playing field as the men? And it was right. just them saying it. They weren't putting anything into action. Don't get me started on a Sunday run. Um, this is actually... They're putting into action... We see the value in these people that are coming from this culture and we're going to prove it by putting them in the top spots. Mm -hmm. So I think that's awesome. And putting them in spots where they will not be unseated anytime soon. Right, yeah, I can't foresee it. there is no legitimate competition, and I repeat, no legitimate competition (laughs) for either of these champions. Look at the list of people that Nakamura's knocked off since he joined NXT. He beat Ares, who could be another contender, but he's already beaten Mm -hmm. him before. He beat Balor, who is the most dominant NXT champion that ever was right. in the brand history. He's now beaten Joe, who was a mammoth champion who defeated the previous best champion. He's beaten Sami Zayn, the heart and soul of NXT. He's run through anybody and yeah. everybody. That's why Joe's claims that he wasn't a deserving challenger rung hollow. To <laughs> because, because there was nobody left for him like, to go Sure, through. he could have sour grapes, but it wasn't based in any fact at all. It's like, of course Nakamura is your challenger. Who else is going to challenge you? Yeah, there was nobody left, really. Yeah, and that's where we are presently. Yeah. Nakamura has nobody other than maybe Bobby Roode, but Bobby Roode needs to get a new finish. <laughs> Which I, I don't think is going to happen. Real quick, if anybody wants me to believe he can beat Nakamura. Yeah, so, Russ. Yeah, I had mentioned before about the, um, Sorry, physica- <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the physicality of Austin Bailey. I wish that... He's the Eric Trimbicki. <laughs> <laughs> I wish uh, I wish they were physical from bell to bell, and I think that everyone was kind of expecting a war, and we kind of got half of one. Um, obviously, there's going to be a rematch, and you know they have the opportunity to fix that uh, moving forward. Uh, there was a couple of sequences that I really enjoyed um, when Samoa Joe went full Samoa <laughs> yeah. and you know laid down the boss of crab, all space, <laughs> STF, clubs, like back to back to back. Yeah, and I think Shinsuke went back for a hope spot, and Joe just kneed him to the floor. Massive. Name. It was yeah. one of the, that was one of the most brutal looking things. That was a stiff match. Yeah, especially that spot particularly. Yeah. And then from there on out, it was just you know da, 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 physical to the end, um, to the big pop for the finish. Um, yeah, the bit, the, the the jaw. I'm assuming it's a work at this point. I don't. Yeah, I was feeling the same. I way. hope it's a work. Usually, when like they show you the X on the network, it's a work. You know, they'll try to hide because with with Enzo at Payback, it was like we want to keep it off screen for as much (laughs) as possible. Um, So I hope that this is a work. Um, But yeah, this match fell a little bit flat. Oh, I'm not going to say flat, but it left a little bit to be desired. But I guess that's kind of the point of having the rematch. 
So yeah, it gives them yeah, something to, to look forward, for, something to look forward to, and obviously the jaw, whether it's you know work or shoot, is something to play off of moving forward uh, in the story. Right. So that was NXT Takeover Brooklyn two. Halo. Do you just want to give everybody a refresher on the Matt Madness rating system? Oh yes. I can talk now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our, our rating system is if it's a, it's a horrible show, it'll be called a jobber. If it's falls somewhere in the middle, it's a slobber knocker. And if it's an awesome show, it'll be called a showstopper. All right, so who wants to give a rating first? Okay, sorry, can you give me that rundown one more time? <laughs> <laughs> if it's a horrible show, it's a jobber. Okay. If it falls somewhere in the middle, it's a slobber knocker. If it's an outstanding show, it's a showstopper. Okay, um, wow. There's, you, no, you, there's no real middle room. You, no, well, you, you can go high or low. Here's the rating room. I'll give it. Okay. I'm going to give it a a slobber stopper, which would be in the middle. <laughs> okay. It's not quite a show stopper, but it's above a slobber. I'm going to ditto. Slobber <laughs> stopper. Yeah, I was going to say either a low show stopper or a high Which sounds slobber. more like something you would get from like your orthodontist. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have gotten one of those from my orthodontist. Yeah, earlier early in the show, I, I mentioned I'd give it a high slobber knocker. High slobber knocker. Yeah. So we're all kind of in agreement yep. on the rating of the show. We're all Didn't... in agreement that we made up ratings. Yes. We we all we thought it fell just short of the first takeover Brooklyn. Um, yeah, no no fault to any of the talent involved. Mm-hmm. They all, you know, put on great matches. Yeah, there's never a low point with NXT, like when we do Throwback Madness and review things from nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Now I guess the last thing I'll throw around is do you think coming out of SummerSlam weekend, which show do you think will be viewed as the better show, SummerSlam or TakeOver? SummerSlam. I also think SummerSlam. SummerSlam because they don't have much to live up to. Yeah, I'm saying SummerSlam too. Now, a lot of times we, we ask that question and, and, NXT, and people say NXT. but My buddy got pissed at me. For really? Because <laughs> I told him going into, and again, no surprise, it's Sean. But <laughs> I told him, I was just like, NXT's card doesn't really impress me all that much. SummerSlam is... Stacked. Well, NXT, First off, there's double the matches. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, double the matches, yeah, but quantity doesn't always Yeah, because NXT, even last, I told Ron last year when we went, the car didn't jump out at me, but yeah. everything delivered. And that's the thing with NXT. NXT yeah. always delivers. And every match delivered at TakeOver, it just will not be good enough to beat dream matches like Balor versus Rollins. The Ambrose versus Ziggler match has been built up incredibly well, even though the outcome is pretty much we know what's going to happen. Lesnar versus Orton, that is, they're building it up as like 15 mm-hmm. years in the making dream match type of thing. I am excited to see it. Should it main event? Absolutely not. And then you have Cena versus Styles, which actually we were talking about in the car ride up to Brooklyn. It's like, that gets lost in the show. I know. It does. Like yeah. People are putting like Rusev and Roman above which will the also face that runs great. the place. <laughs> the best worker Because you haven't, seen, you haven't seen John Cena and Styles do anything. And you, also have <laughs> Sa- and you also have Sasha versus Charlotte again. Mm-hmm. You have legitimately five quality, almost main event-ish matches. Yeah. What, what, about, what about the best of seven? <laughs> That's not the top of your list? No. <laughs> All right, so Alo and I have to get headed up to Brooklyn for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I guess the last thing we'll do before we get out of here, and I'll start with you, Alo. Uh, what is your prediction for match of the night at SummerSlam? And what is your prediction for Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar? Match of the night. Because, mm-hmm. like, the. We just <laughs> I mean, there's six a lot of matches. <laughs> he just had at least six matches that just all stack. Yeah. But I'm going to go with the one that has the most intriguing story. That's Dolphin Dean. Because that story has been I'm gonna, perfect. I'm going to echo. All right, so you're going Dolphin, Dolphin Dean, Dean. Because it has the best story. 
I have so much invested. <laughs> I need AJ Styles to beat John Cena clean in this ring tonight. You don't understand. No one understands. <laughs> understands. I need AJ Styles to pin John Cena clean tonight. I don't have any money on it or anything. I just need it to happen. I need AJ to win on clean. So I, level. I need AJ to win clean so I can fly back to Turku Flint. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with AJ and right, AJ about. and uh, Cena as the match of the night. No That's my early Alan prediction. Rollins. I think that, it's gonna dude, be no, great. We, we, ridiculous. We know it's gonna be no, like no. it's you. I, I could pick the women. I could I could go with anything. And that's the thing because there's so many matches. I didn't expect that we would have between two matches just all of us just agreeing. Yeah, well, yeah. Russ, was that your pick for ma- what you think is gonna be match of the um, night? Or you just? Well, you I, just I, I was gonna I was gonna do too because everybody had both said Ambrose and Ziggler. The whole thing with the feud I think is that they're really hyping up each other's resiliency and how long each of them can go. I think they're going to get 30 minutes. Who? You think so? Ambrose and Ziggler. Yeah, because I said that's the most intriguing story. And then, yeah. and I know how, I know Ziggler can tell a story in the ring. Yeah. And so can Dean. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I already know how, I, I can already see how this match is going to go in my head. And I think well, this and that's is, the thing, man. And it's all that's pay-per-view. The that's on the thing, brother. Biggest event of yeah. You're all show, I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was one of the best lines. Since line. the brand split. Dolph is that damn good. Yeah. <laughs> And then, I'm yeah. surprised you're okay with him saying that. <laughs> Triple H hasn't said it in a long time. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta hear it sometime. What is he gonna say he's that damn good at now? <laughs> I'm in the marketing meeting. I'm that damn good. Imagine what they would be without, where the company would be without Triple H in NXT. Oh, wow. Brock Lesnar or Randy Orton. I don't want to. Do I have to? I'm terrified because after hearing Dean's interview, how and how knowing how Randy only likes to work safe. Yeah, that's been one of the big things. So it's like, if I can see. Well, it's not going to be match of the night or anywhere close. Oh, I, know I, I just want to know who everybody thinks is going to win. Brock. Brock, Brock or losing? Russ. Orton. Orton. Oh. Going just, Orton, too. I changed my pick because Goldberg's showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Change your oh, pick, yeah. man. <laughs> Because I can see it vividly in my head. I can see him coming out of the, out of the crowd, literally spearing the shit out of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Disappearing back into the crowd because there will be a spot inevitably in the Lesnar match because he's rough that the ref will be knocked out. He yeah. spears Lesnar out. Heyman gets that perfect zoom in on his face so he can be like, no, yeah. no. Yeah, the kind of reaction, bug-eyed and everything. And then you have Orton doing that. Yeah. on beats the beast. Shocking ending to SummerSlam. Sets up a match that should have never been made again yeah. between Goldberg and Lesnar. For some, for I guess, series, I guess I would hope that it would be not drawn out until Mania, but I mean, I feel like they would want it to be. At Mania. Don't wish that upon me again. Nah, I I don't. Uh, I don't, I don't we hate to, to do it. Yeah, we yeah. hate to do but it. I'm but I'm saying that's my prediction. When we do WrestleManias, don't pick WrestleMania 20. <laughs> don't pick that. Uh, yeah, if we I'm do, gonna... we're reviewing one match. <laughs> well, honestly, I mean, WrestleMania 20 was a really good WrestleMania. At its time. Except for that. At its time. I went back and watched it. I still like WrestleMania 20. There's only like three good matches on that show. I don't know. I still like WrestleMania 20. Yeah, I don't I don't remember it too much. I thought they had a really good run from WrestleMania 17 because 2000 was garbage. Oh, From, from 17 until 28. Every WrestleMania was good. And then literally the one that I went to, 29, <laughs> was the start of all the It was just like bad. 30 was kind of good because mainly the Brian story. Yeah. 31 was awesome, I thought. And then 32 was not very good. Yeah. Well, 32, I just think the outcomes would have changed our view yeah. on it. Yeah, well, yeah fun- Vince was giving us all the finger all through <laughs> WrestleMania 32. Is that what you want? The fact that anybody actually thought that Shane versus Taker should end the show. That blows, match was horrible. Blows my mind. 
That match was not only bad, it had the wrong ending. <laughs> and yes. it really made me hope that and wish that it had never been booked. Because like when it happened, everybody was just like, oh shit, Shane's wrestling again against Undertaker and Hell in a Cell. Everything is like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then you get there, it's like, this is going to be bad. Yeah, it was not what you, what you hoped for yeah. or expected. Well, my thing with The Undertaker is... At, the, at his age, you can't put him in there. Anybody, you can't put him in there with anybody that can't go. Uh-huh. And that's what they've done and the last credit two Shane. years. He got in great shape, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean he can go. Yeah, Shane. Yeah, he can throw Shane around, and he doesn't have a pillow like Bray Wyatt to face. But yeah. he needs somebody that can actually go and actually carry majority of the match. You didn't buy Shane at all. No. Winning, even with Undertaker not being Undertaker. That, right. even all the training videos that they yeah. you know hyped up Shane doing the yeah doing the Muay Thai, the Muay Thai and, and shit. Just it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. No. By the way, you heard that there's been rumors that he's coming back to be on SmackDown exclusively again. Who? Taker. Yeah. Really? I've heard rumors what? that he's coming back. Why? He needs to retire. There's been recent against Finn Balor. There was a list of free agents. He need, he needs to leave so bad just because as much as I respect Taker. I'm really getting tired of him coming back and beating the new era people. Yeah. So like Lesnar. like when he beat yeah. like when he beat yeah, but Lesnar can still go. Taker can't. When I see Taker in the mat, in the ring, even with somebody that can go, he's noticeably slow. He's not interesting. His match with Brock at SummerSlam last year was literally the gesture mm-hmm. that Brock gave. Yeah, him the, the, the defiant match. gesture, as yeah. Michael Cole loves just to like, call well, it. Like <laughs> Matt had the audacity to say in the car yesterday, it's just like, oh well, Lesnar's been beat. Taker beat him at SummerSlam. But, but they, like, they haven't put Taker against anybody that can Taker, go. Taker literally. Well, who else is he gonna face? Like he faced Bray Wyatt and beat him, and I was pissed that, that was he beat Bray Wyatt. Well, Bray Wyatt. Don't get me started on Bray Wyatt. I like I'll be it up for another hour and a half. But okay. yeah, I'm a big Bray guy. I, I like the character, but I don't think he, Nia Jax guy, not a Bray guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nia Jax could actually move, and she'll be healthy. Oh, please. <laughs> but they haven't put any. Because for example, I think at WrestleMania, um, the Undertaker should face Kevin Owens. Because he can actually I'm, go. I'm okay with that or, or Balor. Because he has to be with somebody that can actually carry the match and actually go. Balor would be the ideal. So yeah. so you you to sit there and wait a half hour for the match to start for the just because the, <laughs> the entrances yeah. would be literally well, yeah, saying that you would have the supernatural yeah, versus supernatural. That and yeah. if Undertaker's going to retire, give him all the time he needs. The demon would take over. Or how about Broken Matt Hardy against the Undertaker? Delete. Hold on, can Senior Benjamin be at ringside? Of yes. course. Okay. I wouldn't have it any other way. But I, the drone can't be there. I, need, I, want, I don't want drone the drone. I need there. Senior Benjamin, Rebby Sky, and Little Maxwell. Yeah, I, need, I need Maxwell to get it. <laughs> Maxwell <laughs> needs to hit Taker. He needs to hit Taker with the xylophone at some point. I want the dilapidated boat there, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the fuck is that? And you know, Jeff is broken now. Yeah. yeah oh, he is. What? what? Jeff yeah. is broken now. He's he's officially broken. It, 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 it was... It was <laughs> It was it was so bad. It was it was so bad. Dude, he, this is the dumbest shit ever. He was so bad. <laughs> this spiraled out of control very He was fast. so bad. He swan well, he became Willow at one no, point. <laughs> he swan tonned himself through a table. Wow. <laughs> I, I, see I, that I committed suicide. <laughs> Cause, cause, Matt, cause Matt made Matt, um, Matt was they want to tag Matt because you know Matt made him win the title by yeah. himself. So he's like, you want to win? You you want the titles? You want the titles? You want me to do it by myself? So he just twisted played everybody, even the referee, <laughs> and he put the guy on the table, did a swanton into the table. He's like, you want me to be broken? You want me to be broken? And he swanton himself through a table. Just, just I'm broken. The table. I'm broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So it's just gonna be like the weird NWO of TNA. So I don't know, but I, I, I kind of broken. am morbidly curious. <laughs> you, and feel it, like I want to watch it. 
at the 17. It was so bad. I, I'm, I'm, oh, no, I laughed so hard. <laughs> it was yeah, so bad. I'm going to watch it. Um, Let's get out of here. Yeah, all right. So, for Mr. Wednesday Night Live, hailing from, what is it again? Turku, Finland. Turku, Finland. Alo, the European champion. Russell Diagostino and Derek McCauley. Top I am, guys. Yes, top the guys. top guys over there. I am Ron Pashery. Thank you for joining us, and we will actually see you on Thursday for the SummerSlam review. So, we'll talk to you on Thursday.